speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A hey, moron! Mm-hmm. I guess just because Hunter put in the change, and then I've just I went with that. Like I didn't even think about it all that. So see the one you want. You've now got all yourself a free week back by cramming everything into one night. I want it to watch it again because I'll fucking forget half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Sean, when you put that in the chat, I was absolutely howling because you're the one that would get most frustrated with watching something you didn't have to watch. Oh, honestly, I was sitting in the Sanam, right, and I seen the message, and I looked at it, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about, Green Mile? <laughs> and then it it clicked, and then I was like, oh, I was, I, honestly, I was absolutely fuming because I knew that, but I got home for there at about, like, quarter, quarter to ten or something, I was like, I need to stick like, this on, but I, I can't watch like, the full three hours in one go because I was shattered. I managed two hours there, went to my bed, and then I watched uh, a bit of it on my lunch today, and then I finished the last half hour for half six till seven. Uh, well done, Sean, because the Sean of the past would have just chucked his toys at the time and said, I'm not doing that. So well done. <laughs> to be fair, I actually, I was trying to help you, and I said we could have just recorded one film tonight and then done another one like next week, but. I know, but I couldn't be bought doing it next week, so. <laughs> it was a committee, Sean. We do, we, we do thank you for that. I'm also no, just thankful that he's not watched the film that I changed. <laughs> that would have been even worse. Uh, <laughs> Sean, was it was it no you as well that watched the wrong Wreck It Ralph? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was only I got halfway through that and then I realised that it was the wrong one, so then I picked the real one. But Wreck It Ralph two was better. But at least for this one, he's actually going to have to. This film that he's watched is going to be reviewed. Another Wreck It Ralph. We're yeah. not going to have ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I know that Sean could put that in as a scene at some point in the future. <laughs> we, it would count as a scene and an unseen, wouldn't it? <laughs> it is funny that because, like, I sometimes look, I looked at these two and I was like, oh, I'll have to watch these over the next two weeks. Or when am I going to fit this in? Like, I don't know. I'm so busy. I don't know when I'm going to fit all this in. I've watched both of them, and this week alone, in the last five or six days, I've watched all four of the Matrix movies. I mean, For, what a life. For no reason whatsoever. What? That, after that, the like, one, that's just torture, is it, no? Uh, well, do you find that enjoyable? I, do you know what it is? Is that is it, it's the itch in the inside of my brain that goes, Kyle, there's four movies. You've watched one, you have to watch all four. You can't just stop at one. And then I can't watch like, anything else. That, that's like me watching uh, a Hull City game on a Friday night and then going, right, Sean, there's 41 other Hull City games. You're going to need to watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> buy that season ticket no, there's absolutely no point in that but I know that the one that I watched was okay it finished 3-2 and it was a fairly enjoyable game but then the rest of them are going to be dog shit Hull no. City v Wigan I tell you what see if it was on demand and it was uh, uh, there was a 42 games in a row I'd probably sit and watch them all but I subscription it to Hull TV you might not be able to watch them live but you might not be able to get all the other 41 games at least on that yes, I, uh, I just think it plays into my specialness eh? like the, the weirdness what are you doing this weekend Sean uh, well I'm going to wait till half past seven at night so I can get the whole city game and catch up I'm going to avoid the result 
<laughs> I mean, I that's not cheap for people in Humberside. Is it Humberside? Is that what Hull is? Yes. I'll provide that. Thanks. I mean, a broadband, uh, they've got their own special network. What? <laughs> <laughs> Burnsy. Hello, people listening from Hull. Wonder if we've got any listeners for Hull. I hope no. It's like a dump. I've never been to Hull, but it sounds like a dump. Oh, well, no one's any listeners anymore after that comment. <laughs> no, I, I can also clarify that it is a dump. I spent a couple of weeks in there. It is a dump. But we're not here to talk about Hull. Of Hull. Uh, it was. Uh, when I used to sell kitchens, that was where the training facility was. Hull, four weeks in total, I think it was. Oh God! So you've been four to weeks Hull training to sell kitchens. Aye. Jesus. <laughs> That's not in this kitchen. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> what has it got? A sink. <laughs> I want this one at the booklet. All right, I'll need to. I'll need to go through my four weeks of training to be able to give you that. For you, <laughs> The best it is, I didn't even sell the kitchens. I, I was the manager of the salespeople. I literally didn't have anything to do with designing kitchens or selling the kitchens. <laughs> it was time well spent. Right, sound it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my shitty career path. Um, we are going to talk about the man from Uncle. Uh, in the early 1960s, CIA agent Solo and a KGB operative, operator, Jesus, I can't even read participate in a joint mission against a mysterious criminal organisation which is working with nuclear weapons. Directed by Guy Ritchie. Hunter, I believe this was a choice from yourself. It was indeed, yes. Take it away. Right, so obviously we have a new format for this series which was obviously we know we're picking film that we've seen and a film that we have unseen. Now from my scene I had a few choices, I can't remember what they were. But for some reason, I plucked this one out because I was like, I'm pretty sure I enjoyed that the last time. It would be good to put it on. And this is not the film I remembered it as being. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, 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 I think I've had a, like a list of few, and I think I've managed to get a couple of them mixed up, but I just thought, oh, that's the one I thought it was. I mean, for a guy, there are some aspects of it that are good. It's just, I think sometimes how, how good a director may be or an actor performance may be. You see, sometimes if you're not invested in the subject matter, I feel like it can just drag on and drag on. I feel like that's what happened with this. I mean, there were some slight comical moments um, between some of the exchanges between Henry Cavill's character and Army Hammer's character. But I think on the end of this second view and I think I just felt I think underwhelming would just be like a bit of an understatement for how I felt after this I didn't feel if anything my life felt more unfulfilled after watching it like <laughs> I had lost part of my life that I would never be able to claim back again and it should have just been left as a film that I believed I enjoyed Wow Wait, when I saw this on the list like I was halfway through it and I went and looked I was like no this is the one that Hunter's already seen <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck's he picked this pile of shit for? It was so, I thought it was awful, by the way. Just no matter thing. It feels like there's so many other movies of this type that are so much better than what this is. And to have 
some big named actors and a big named director try to dabble into that, it just fell flat in his arse. Mm-hmm. What I don't get is, is it a comedy? Is it an action movie? Is it a romance movie? It, it's, it's none of these, but I feel like it kind of wants to be all of them. And some of the comedy was like totally slapstick. Like it, it just inserted for nowhere. Like uh, when Henry Cavill's sitting in the, the van and the guy who's going to put in this, Arnie Hammer's going to put in the speedboat in the background and everything's on fire and all that. <clears throat> it just mm-hmm. was so weird, like the, the way the comedy just got sort of chucked in. And I did not care nor have a clue what the fuck was going on with all those other people. Like the posh women and the, the race car driver and the dad and all that. Just couldn't, couldn't just, care there's definitely too many cooks in this that are like fucking spoiling everything. That was it. There was too much going on all at once, and I think it got to the point where the, they then took away from the story and film as a whole. They're just like, how is it wasting time? I mean, you've got somebody like uh, Hugh Grant coming in like for basically two minutes at the the midpoint, and then like the last five minutes at the end, and he's like the mastermind of all essentially. Uh, Twist on top of twist for no reason, I thought, a lot of it. Re- reading a little bit of the, the, the trivia, and I'll come to more of it a bit later on, but I think this is relevant just now, it says here that one of the reasons that the film stayed in the 60s time period was to allow this to, the man from Uncle to have his own world, its own reality, and his own tone, setting it apart from the other spy thrillers that it links to, like the Bourne franchise. Oh. Was so it that's that that description there is the beginning and the end of it is linked to the Bone franchise. I would rather watch all the Bone films many times over than watch this again. I was going to say that I got the... I actually had the bit Bond vibes for me when I was watching it, but I'm the opposite. I quite enjoyed this. Um, I thought this were going to come on and say we quite liked it, but obviously... I was under the impression that Hunter knew what film he was picking for us that day, so I thought I was going to have at least one person that was going to say there would be, uh, but I thought the two me, for me it's like, I think because I don't like action films that are just, or a film that's too concentrated on on one aspect, I liked how it was sort of, there was like um, various parts, there was a bit of, bit of action, a bit of like, um, the wolves to try to find the bomb. There was a bit of romance. There was a bit of everything for me. So I was quite happy. Um, and I thought from like the start when they had like the original chase and whatever, and then obviously the meet for the first time. I thought that fitted in quite perfectly. And so the mannerisms of um, Henry Cavill and Hammer too. Like I thought the. When Gabby, obviously, there's like the twist. There's a twist where she like throws them, throws them in. Um, I didn't see that coming. You probably did because it probably seemed a bit too straightforward for everyone to just go swimmingly. But looking back, it's like, why would you just believe these two random guys and take everything that they said at face value and just go along with it and let them take you away? And even if you're worried about your dad, then. You'd think you'd want a bit more evidence than just believing these two random folk have just turned up at the boy, or one guy that's turned up at the boy and his pal. You would listen to him. They're good looking. You'd go with them. I'd go with them. She's good looking too, though. I'd listen to her. You should get yourself watching some Tomb Raider then, Burnsy. You'll love it. (laughs) I'm very surprised, though, that uh, everyone else. You know what? You mentioned the, the chase 
at the start. So like that, obviously the car chase, and what I thought was quite cool to start with, and this is probably where it like got the best for me, and it lost me after that is he. It, it was. It reminded me a bit like Universal Soldier, where it was programmed into me. knew exactly what he was doing, where he was going, right down to the degrees of how to get in this window, what streets he was going down. And I was like, all right, okay, this guy's like a really top end spy, like born vibes and stuff. And then after that, they just seemed to go away from that. And he was just kind of winging it. He was just a thief that they then trained up to be a spy. And I was just a bit like, oh, I wish he went in the other direction a lot more. I thought they can explain that though, because that was obviously his original job was just to get the girl and like capture her. So like he obviously wasn't at that point. He didn't know what his mission was, if that makes sense. I, I'm just yeah. meaning about how calculated it was and how precise it was, and uh-huh. to the point where he got the car stuck and climbed through the window. Yeah, he knew exactly uh-huh. where he was, and I just feel yeah. like after that, it just it became quite a boring back and forward movie after that. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle like I, I didn't hate it like uh, I think Daniel used the word hate or totally shite whatever but like I wasn't really in, like, into it as much as what Burnsy seems like he was I feel like I've seen this film I've never seen this film but I've seen this film before if you know what I mean mm-hmm. like spy type with like some attempt at humour and things like that it just lost me halfway, not even halfway through, probably 45 minutes in or whatever. Uh, it was a- after the, the the mugging scene where he was there with his uh, w- w- wife. So she was just told to play the, is it the Russian guy's wife? Aye. Not his wife, but she was mm-hmm. told to play his wife. And then these muggers come out of nowhere. And I thought this was, go- this was going to be linked to actually like part of it, but it was just a random kind of mugging. I just didn't really understand. Like, you see all these films that are like, Russian spies and all this shit like it it does get a bit tedious I, obviously I have never seen it before I was a bit like I thought it would have been passable because I quite like quite a lot of Guy Ritchie's films like it's got a certain vibe about it but this just felt like a film that was trying to be like a Guy Ritchie film if that makes sense mm-hmm. didn't feel like authentic or that uh, like I did kind of t- find myself thinking like this must get good at some point because Hunter enjoyed it. It's not like it's like a Kyle pick and we know that Kyle likes some questionable films. <laughs> but I mean we talk about Hunter's track record sometimes. I'm sorry Scott but uh, <laughs> I'm willing to accept one. it on this one. <laughs> another one that's going to get added to the list whether <laughs> it kind of burns you like that or whatever it's just going to this is going to be used to beat you again at some point in the future along with what is it Dark Crimes was that the other one Dark, dark Crimes uh, the Capone dark fucking Capone, Capone. <laughs> oh, right oh, oh, so, oh, I think it is I think on my list I think The Gentleman was on there as well and I've got these two films mixed up but I've just seen uh, uh, The Gentleman's good I like The Gentleman yeah. I've seen that before which is one that I've never seen, thinking it's going to come up for a movie club, and I keep putting it off, but I've seen all the clips for it on social media, and it looks really good. So I'm actually even more pissed off now that you made as much a man from Uncle instead. And I've <laughs> definitely picked the wrong Guy Ritchie film. I just feel like this is an attempt for them to have a franchise about a spy, in line with all the other franchises we've got about spies, and it's just so far 
away from being one that you would go back to watching. So, like, having four, five, six of these movies would be absolutely disastrous, and they would have it all recast after the second one because of how badly it would do. You know what I think as well? Obviously, because this is, I think it's based on a TV series from that, and I think the fact that, like, no, I would say that most people have never even heard of the TV series. Like, see that they sort of, like, proper, like, legendary 70s and 80s TV shows or whatever that We've at least heard of them being referenced. I've never heard anyone reference the TV series for that this is based on, so I maybe should have used that as a yardstick when like they were in hindsight. Just to add there, but before you jump in, is um, it's based on the TV series, but the actual character's based as a side character from James Bond novels. Oh. I mean, so they, James Bond's also shit. Um, it's not important enough to be in a James Bond movie, so they made their own one for it. For that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like a spin-off James Bond TV series. And when you mentioned it being a TV show, I didn't know that. I just thought it was an old movie. But um, this feels like the first episode of a shit TV show instead of a movie. And I know we, we talk about the length of films quite a lot. And we'll, on the next episode, we'll probably, that'll be a topic, I think. Um, but this is... There's so much in it. It's only 90 minutes long. It just... It doesn't feel like... It feels like maybe a straight-to-DVD movie at best, but it's got quite a high-end cast. Um, just to clarify my earlier shite comments about how shite it is, I'm not the target demographic for this anyway. Like, see spy films, films with car chases and gadgets and shit. It's just no for me, unless it's exceptional. Like, it's, something like this has got to be excellent for me to think it's any good. And this was just like a paint-by-numbers plan. Where was it? Henry Cavill was supposed to be the American in this, right? Mm-hmm. What? He didn't sound American. Is it? Is no. it going to be British? No, he's American. No, he's American. He's called him cowboy and all that. Like he's, right, a, okay. he's at least American, American that's ever been in a film. <laughs> well, <laughs> well and then accent. So you've got. Is Henry Cavill actually British? Aye. Yeah. You've got a British guy playing an American, an American playing a Russian. And I don't know what like, nationality the other yeah. practices were. So there's nobody actually been through to form here. Yeah. So to make it even more complicated, originally cast was Henry Cable was cast to be the Russian. <laughs> and Tom Cruise was cast to be solo. Fuck me. And then Tom Cruise had to drop out for a Mission Impossible. And then they just moved Henry Cable over after George Clooney dropped out after because he got it after Tom Cruise. So I uh, so fuck's sake. <laughs> and when you look at the list of people that were considered for the role, there's a, the, essentially they've typed into Google hot men from Hollywood and it's yeah. any good looking guy from Hollywood was considered to be this role. I love how you say uh, Tom Cruise had to pull out for a mission for a Mission Impossible. You didn't mention a movie. He just had to go and do a Mission Impossible in my mind. Like <laughs> <laughs> And it probably was. The the impossible mission was fucking making this movie good. That's why he dropped out. Right. <laughs> making this movie good, an impossible mission, there's a name. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to, I know we'll come back to that in a second, but I, I was laughing at some of the trivia because the trivia is all themed around basically how good looking Henry Cable is. And uh, it says here that he admitted that he was relieved to not have a shirtless scene in this movie because um, he's glad to focus on his performance, not his physique for once. So what a hard life that man's got, eh? Did they not basically mm-hmm. spend like half of that TV series they've done for Netflix, for Netflix walking about with his tap off anyway? 
Aye, and he's fucking Superman. Get over <laughs> it. Get your top off and get your abs out for the boys. <laughs> oh, that's what I do, guys. That, that's why I keep my top on all the time. I didn't want to put the effort in like him. So we're essentially the same person. Get your top off for the boys all the time. That's what. I do. <laughs> we're essentially the same people. We're we're, we're hairy men that they don't want to take our tops off. And geeks. He's famously a big geek in the cavil, isn't he? Is he not doing is it Warhammer or Dungeons uh, or something like that? I think it's Warhammer. I'm sure he done like a video though. I remember my sister was telling me about it. He basically like built like his own like computer up from scratch. I don't know if it was a TikTok or a YouTube or something. So again, uh, went proper geek the other way as well. Like basically all the geek well. boxes. That um, reminds me of a story from my youth actually. So. One of my, let's call it a business venture, one of my early business ventures as a teenager, maybe 14 or 15, um, and everyone, loads of folk got into Warhammer at this one time, like there was loads of folks that were into it, and there was a games workshop in Falkirk. I remember so, that. Remember that? Uh, yeah. So me and my mate, who will go unnamed, um, would go up to see our other mates who were into the, the games workshop shit, right? We'd go in and say, hiya, they're all there playing their games. And I was amazed by how expensive this shit was. And I was also amazed by the lack of security in a shop made by geeks who just like to play the games. So <laughs> we used to go and just take the stuff and sell it for half the price at school. Tell the fucking geeks made the loads of money. I love that you've, you've targeted that as a business venture that you used to go around stealing. Yeah, my, my stealing phase in my teenage years. It used to be the same. We there used to be a shop in Alva. We used to go to at lunchtime called the Bottle Shop. So basically, we used to you just pile in all at lunchtime, and basically the person in front of your school bag would be open that you went in. We used to just take drink off the shelf and put it in and just sell. Buy, basically, steal everyone's came out for the weekend and sell it to them. <laughs> Well, we went in one week and they were all talking like, oh, stuff's been going missing. Like, we need to keep an eye out, right? So, and we were involved in the conversation going, aye, aye, we need to keep an eye out, right? And then, so do you know what happens quite a lot with Games Workshop, I think, is that normal people walk in not knowing what it is. Then they quickly realise what it is, turn around and walk straight back out, right? So that happened this, this wee group of Neds walked in. We're like, oh shit, this is fucking geeky and smells of B.O., let's get out of here. They left. And so I just went to the guy. I was like, "Here, I think they took something. Like that must be the folk that have been stealing stuff and that." So they took, the took the only two folk that worked there chased them, leaving the shop completely unguarded as I filled my bag and left. Don't steal stuff, kids. No. <laughs> I really hope kids aren't listening to us in the in the podcast. No. Let's change the subject. What the, what what did Arnie Hammer actually do in real life? Is he not a bad bastard? Is he not being cancelled for something? Oh, aye. he's like lost his family's fortune. He was an heir to that. Is was he not into like some sort of bestiality, cannibalism type thing? Or what? Jesus Christ! I thought you were going to say he was into like a crypto scam or something. There. No, <laughs> no. He's basically they're selling like condos in like some mad island in the Caribbean or something. Timeshares. That's what it was. I thought you were going to say condoms. I thought he was selling <laughs> condoms. He was stealing them and selling them for half the price. <laughs> oh, selling used condoms could be our name as well. <laughs> selling used condoms. Uh, he, sell, he sells timeshares in the Cayman Islands. Um, oh. yeah. 
there was a whole uh, domestic abuse thing with him uh, during a, a long-term relationship. So um, he's a bad man. He's an absolute arsehole, yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a... I typed in Arne Hammer into Google and it came up, the downfall of Arne Hammer. I was like, oh, okay. This seems quite a regular theme in our podcast that one of the actors has always been up to... or Well, I was going to say actresses, but it's always actors are up to some dodgy stuff. We've got it again next week as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be a controversial one talking about that one. Yeah, <laughs> I've been doing my research in preparation. Uh, there's a fair few uh, TikTok conspiracy theories out there about Tom Hanks. No, we only want to deal in facts. Please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that him and Hudson Adoy shared a plane. <laughs> yeah. Hudson Adoy. <laughs> Well, we've both been to Epstein Sex Island. Let's just leave it at that. It doesn't seem like we've got too much to say about this movie, but I'm just going to. There's one little question I'm going to ask about a bit of trivia I'm seeing there, and I never clocked it at all. So I want to see if you guys did. There was a famous person that had a cameo as the projectionist at the start of the movie. Oh, I noticed it at the time because I, I thought, oh, they're going to be in this movie. And then there weren't it. Nah, I can't remember. I know who it was, but I'm not going to say. I've read it as well. Well, no, nobody else knows Sean. So no, Sean, you've got to shoot in for five points here. Was it David Beckham? It was. So weird. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I didn't actually know it at the time, but I read about fact, it afterwards. Was he knowing a couple of Guy Ritchie films? Was he knowing like that King Arthur one as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite shocked by that because I, I didn't ever remember even seeing the projectionist at the start. So, but aye, that's not what I was thinking. I've definitely missed that. That's not what I was thinking. There you go. It's nice to see that for guys that review movies, we, we give this full attention to, mm-hmm. and not one of us clocked that the most f- famous and beautiful man ever is on the screen. The oh, most no, beautiful not. man ever. Jesus nah. Christ. He's not. He's not even in the top hundred. He's not even the most beautiful footballer ever in the top nah. 100 either. Who, who's the most beautiful footballer ever? Declan Rice, according to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, he's a handsome man. Uh, if that's the people listening to us, we'll even tell who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Big G, though, does it know? Uh, probably sure, do I? Luke oh, Charles by Matt O'Reilly. Do you know who's strikingly handsome? Bapatimbe Gomez. Mind him. Played for Swansea. The guy that won the crawl celebration. Aye, that's what I was going to say. Is the one that crawled. Like a panther. He, he's got some sexy modelling shots. I'll put them in the group chat after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask how you came across these. <laughs> on your screen. So, uh, do you know how I came across them? was because he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like to Chelsea years ago, right? So I, I googled him at the time. And uh, these images came up. I was like, oh, look at this guy. I'll send you them in the chat so you know what I'm talking about. Nice. Hunter, did I hear you slide in a Luke Chadwick there earlier? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's went unnoticed in there. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, Daniel, I did message you during the week with a question that we should probably ask in here. And because we've not really got much to say about this movie and we were trying to get this over 30 minutes, I think that we should... Uh, <laughs> Put the question uh, the question out to the boys. I've got okay. another for sexy footballers that I'm about to put in the chat. Sorry, I just need 
Well, listen, if we're going to stay in the sexy footballs chat, I'm all for it. This is a better um, one all of us for you. We're just going to have these awkward <laughs> silences where we talk about sexy footballers. I thought there was a question coming. That's what was written on the question. So was that. First of listening, it was a picture of Neil Lennon leaning against a bar. Is it a bar? <laughs> chair? And a, few buttons, a few buttons undone as well. He's doing the classic sort of boy band looking into the distance instead of looking at the camera pose. Uh, for those who don't know who Neil Lennon is, he is their greatest ever manager and footballer. Think it's tough one's not big enough. <laughs> Do you think what? The cufflinks and the cufflinks and the shirt are big enough. Dave, they're huge. Well, the cuffs are absolutely massive. He's never around his shirt. Because <laughs> he's ready to just take it right off of you, Sean. That's why. <laughs> anyway, let's that's get on to the, for <laughs> let's get on to the question that was out there. I, I I sent Daniel a message as something to remind him, but it seems like he's forgot it anyway. Yes, I did. So the question was, what would be your favourite movie to watch with a hangover? Ooh. The reason, so the reason I said I seen this on uh, on Twitter from a podcast, and they came up with like the the first one that came up there that they said was um, Disney movies or movies where you don't really have to pay attention to, and it just got me thinking about if I'm lying there hanging out my arse, what type of movie would I watch and what specifics would I watch? And the best one that I could come up with, and I think I would pick it, would be The Goonies. Something. <laughs> Light-hearted, easy to watch, not too, not too many colours and brightness all over the screen as well to piss me off like a Disney movie would. But the Goonies, I think, would be the perfect one for me. I think it's definitely going to be something comforting, like so probably something for your childhood is is pretty accurate. So the Goonies, I, I never liked the Goonies. Um, in fact, we've got Stand by Me coming up soon. That was a bit of a comfort movie for me. I I would watch that when I was hungover. That would be good. Or the land before time. Does anyone remember that? Oh, but you'd cry. Is that going with the big mass? No, that's a never-ending story. Yeah, that's still going. Land before time was class. Land before time is brilliant. That's like top-end shit. Um, on you go. If I was to pick a second movie, it would be the Power Rangers movie with Ivan Ooze. Uh, I mind seeing that at the cinema. That's fucking awesome. Ah. Uh, Love the Power Rangers. There's a picture of me that my sister shares like at least once a year on our Facebook of me dressed as a Power Ranger. I think I was a blue one from memory. <laughs> You're 33 as well when you've done that. <laughs> Any thoughts, guys, from other movies that you would watch? Uh, I can't think of many from my childhood or that that I would go back and watch as a fully grown adult male whilst hungover. Suppose if I had to pick something, possibly. See, it's kind of like there's a like a film that I'll like enjoy, but I know it would be maybe not enjoyed by most. Is a uh, Spike Island. It's a film about. Uh, you get to see Amelia Clark's beast in it, so it's not too bad. Say that again. You get to see Amelia Clark's beasts in it, so it's not too bad. <laughs> That's what? Uh, her what? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Say it again for Sean for the third time. Boosts. <laughs> the translate. He, he means tits. <laughs> oh, right. I thought he said bush or something. No. <laughs> no, no. 
Uh, so it's just about a, a group of young scallywags who watch the Stone Roses at Spike Island in 1990. And I think it's like a, I think a wee sort of wee comforting movie. I find it. It's a film I enjoy, but I know it's not great, but I enjoy it. Don't worry, I won't subject you to it. Whatever. <laughs> Sean's got any thoughts? Uh, not about Amelia Clark. No, the only time I watched films is for this, but if I had to, for my childhood, it would be uh, Superman 3. <laughs> and from my adulthood, I would probably stick on something like The Wolf of Wall Street, so I'm dead boring, boring answer. But right, I, 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 I don't watch films when I'm hungover. Like I, I don't think, oh, this film's going to fucking shot me right out. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you're 14 matches into Hull's 2022 season. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of catching up to do, eh? <laughs> Burnsy, as you, you never watched movies, you, were, you had to sit and watch The Wall as a child. Um, <laughs> is there any particular one that you would go for? Yeah, the only one I probably watched quite, often, quite a few times when I was younger was I watched Billy Madison a few times. Not when I was hungover, this was before I was getting hangovers. Um, so remember me and Dubs watched Mike Bass England Manager once when we were both hung over around the Hisses. I watched Mike Bass England Manager recently and did I not know I, that there's, there's sequels to it. I, 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 oh, I, I, oh, you mentioned that, sorry. I think you mentioned this on one of our podcasts, actually. I, I definitely like more adult films. It would be something comedy like that. Like, Mike, for something that's, again, like that, it's never the greatest never the greatest but still, still enjoyable no matter how many I think obviously because we're not watching it like all the time you're hungover most of my hungover Sundays are spent watching fucking Leeds versus Brentford at 2 o'clock no 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 well guys I think we've uh, stretched our arse out of this one as much as we can there's not really much to say about the man from Uncle um, I do think we should have a discussion offline about Hunter's selection of movies Maybe, maybe we should get Hunter gives us ten and we pick out of those ones that we're going to watch. Right, I'll, I'll let you pick. I'll let him put them to a, a group vote for the next time. I'll let him pick one. We, we need to start policing these picks a little bit. <laughs> the, the irony of me, of me saying that. I was going to say, Kyle, like that's fucking pot kettle black here. <laughs> is it now? Your, is it now your uniform? I wear that fucking sideman hoodie every time you're on here. Do you know what it is? It's because I'm cheap and I don't know how to put the heating on. It's when, when you came on the call and I was sitting with my hood up as well like this. Wow. You look, you look, you look like a fucking creepy man for uncle there. Or the creepy uncle. Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, as more as bid you farewell. No, we're not going to score it. Score it, no. score it, it you know what? Score it, you dick. Just want ready to use. Fucking sick. See, when you started talking there, Kels, I actually genuinely, I actually thought to say, have we scored this already? And I had a had a bit of doubt, but then I wasn't sure if you had genuinely forgot or not. Well, we give it four zeros and Burnsy's three and a half. No, we'll score it. Well, you've got my score right, so I'll give you a clue. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was what I was giving it. Oh, fuck me. Well, guys, I can openly say that I did forget that we had to score movies as well. Uh, Burnsy, 3.5. Hunter, you selected this. You obviously enjoyed it because it was a scene movie. What are you going for? Right. The only downfall uh, greater than Army Hammer's career is the downfall in my score here down to one. 
It's so funny because we had the discussion about selecting movies that we knew that we liked and then a risky one that we've not seen that we that might have a bit of controversy and Hunter's kicked off this new season with a one of selection. A one for a film that he picked. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes it's good to pick something that you don't necessarily you're not I'm not picking films for your approval and putting films for content that's what it is and I, exactly. this is in hindsight because in my mind before I thought I enjoyed this but clearly not <laughs> bullshit <laughs> uh, Sean what would you give this yeah 1.75 it's a lot more than I thought you would give it Daniel yeah I'm going one below Sean uh, 0. 0.75 <laughs> 0.75 and I'm going to join Hunter with the one I'd say that the, the, the car chase at the start was decent and Lara Croft was good to look at the whole movie our um, resident accountant have you worked out the score in? yeah that's a 1.6 1.6 what a way to kick off the movies <laughs> that you've seen <laughs> At least it's not the lowest yet, so there is some strength well, to take away from this. This is the lowest of this season now, Hunter, and I didn't see it going up above anybody for the next 10 films that we'll record. Look at his face. You've broken him. Sorry, I was distracted by uh, Mike Weckhoff's start of two goals in 22 league games. Aye, but... He gets five interceptions a game. Come on, man, that wins games. <laughs> the highest press in the Premier League. Yes. Uh, he will be able to with the ball at his feet. He can run about. Fucking depressed when watching him. Um, <laughs> well, that does bring us to the end, finally, this time. I'll cut that bit a little fairly and I'll put it in here now so it doesn't sound like I fucked up. But uh, <laughs> as morons bid you farewell. Happy oh, New Year. <laughs> 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 See, as soon as you said that, I checked the date. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> Good at least change it to Happy Lunar New Year. Hi. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year. I only know that this shit's relevant and like Lunar Year's, New Year's not happened because they put things in FIFA for them. Well, if it wasn't there, I have no idea. This is my year. This is the one of my births. That's a bunny that, but that's what mine is. Everyone else in my year at school was a tiger, but I was born a year after. And I was a fucking bunny rabbit. So what does so what does that mean for you? It means that I'm I'm timid and cute and fluffy. With big it ears. means fuck fuck all. <laughs> Just as that I'm a Sagittarius and that does not define me as a person. <laughs> That's exactly what a Sagittarius would say. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> so my horoscope said this week. Oh, that's so Sagittarian of you, Sean. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. God, you fucking moron. Stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>